Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. The Blast From Our Past Network. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our great big list that's getting bigger and bigger. Man, it's getting uh, <laughs> a little complicated, a little messy. A little messy. But we love it. Uh, we got a special episode this week. Uh, not only is this a Spooktober episode, we're also going to be joined by special guest Tristan from Double Impact, who you guys might remember joined us for a transporter review a while back. So we're excited about that, but uh, I'll just say quickly, we're part of the BFOP network. I'm Dustin, and I'm joined by James. Hey. And of course, normally we'd be with John. He might show up at some point during this episode. But He's slacking. But uh, of course, we got our special guest, Tristan. So Tristan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Double Impact before we get into some stuff here? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me, first of all. Thanks for having me back. Um, Especially. No, yes. Uh, you, I'm, you should be grateful I didn't pick Transporter 2. Um, I, I nearly did. I nearly yes. did. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You did pitch that in the chat, and I was like, well, what about something else? Um, so Double Impact uh, is a 80s and 90s movie podcast where we – well, the, the spiel is we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or are best left in the past. Um it's a pretty loose concept. It's really just an excuse to do 80s and 90s movies. And depending on the type of film it is, sometimes we take that premise seriously. Other times it is more of a nostalgia fest, um, as the case may be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but it's always nice to be able to break out of that bubble and do something a little more modern. Although I was kind of surprised to see this was 2010. I thought it was way more recent than that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, well, it feels like it came out not that long ago to me either. But yeah, yeah 12 years already, I guess, since this came well, out. Well, I mean, we've had two other Predator movies since this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. so I guess it makes sense. But I don't know. Time makes a fool out of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's gotten even weirder since all the pandemic stuff. It's kind of like, uh, how long ago did that happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something we just seemed like it was five years. years ago and it was like last year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's good to have you back on. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate you accepting coming back on. Um, yeah, lowering yourself to our level. Not yeah. at all. No way. It is so much fun guesting because it's like you don't have to host. It's like I'm going to your yeah. dinner party. Yeah. I don't have to pre- cook anything. The pressure's off. I just yeah. get to show up yeah. and eat all the delicious food, you know? It's delightful. Yeah. 
Well, when you put it, you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of a seek and destroy or sink and swim, as John likes to call it. <laughs> Uh, James, what have you, uh, I know we've had a short turnaround since we last recorded, but short have, you, turnaround. have you watched anything in between? Well, so we're recording this on a Saturday. So every Friday, um, you know, my family, we pick a movie that we're going to watch together. And so each week we get a turn to pick what movie we're going to watch. Um, so I have an eight and a 10 year old. Um, and so it was my eight year old's turn to pick and you know, in the world of Netflix and all these streaming services, there's some weird movies out there. <laughs> and for whatever reason, she was super psyched to watch this movie from 2021 called Riverdance, the animated adventure. What? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, not even on my radar at all. Didn't know anything. Obviously, it's a take on Riverdance, the musical. But right. But holy shit! Um, yeah, I didn't know there was a cartoon a version. I don't of think Riverdance. I would have ever watched this ever. <laughs> um, it, I don't. It wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> um. Did you tell her to sharpen up? She's going to have to pick something a lot better. You're going to have to bring your A game next time. Well, see, the thing is, is like I have to allow these types of movies to go by so I can pick things like Indiana Jones or something. Right. Force them to watch something. Because I'm always like pushing the barrier of like what they can handle. And I'm told to rein it in. So... So what you know, they don't, your wife doesn't want them to see the hearts getting ripped out in Temple of Doom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, there's nothing like there's nothing really bad in this movie, and <laughs> until there's like you know a melting face or <laughs> hearts getting ripped out. Um, but that's the good traumatization we get as kids, isn't it? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It scares the shit out of us, but makes us want more. It's going to be their cornerstone of who they are as adults. That's <laughs> right. <what's laughs> For better or worse. It's always strange though, as well, how there's stuff from childhood that scares you that, and it's not even really a scary movie. Like I was terrified of the Dark Crystal. For, oh yeah. They just yeah. looked horrible. The the main character even just yeah, this, horrified the Skeskis, me. The Skeskis things? Those yeah, I hated things it. Or whatever. And it's meant to be for kids, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I would say um, Destroy... Destroy Riverdance, River Dance. the animated yes. film. Yes. <laughs> um, there's like one line in that movie that I kept just... It reminded me of actually Major League where the, the grandfather dies and then there's like this whole thing with the lighthouse I, like i don't even know R- river dance like no i remember like, the ads for it being on tv all the time when i was a kid for the live uh, performance of it but i didn't so know it had there's a something narrative. with the lighthouse yeah, yeah there's like <laughs> a lighthouse and the light has to be going so then the hunter doesn't come or something so then the river deer can dance and uh, whatever hmm. um sounds but basically sounds the grandpa's like Light the lighthouse, boy. <laughs> so, I just kept saying that throughout the whole entire movie. Light the lighthouse, boy. It's like, give, give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> oh, man. It's a it's a weird movie. Um, but yeah, so pass on that. Pass. Did you have anything good? Did anything seek? Well, I started 
No, and this is not going to be a seek either, but I started uh, Invaders from Mars. Oh, okay, yeah. The uh, 80s uh, Toby Hooper. Yeah, the canon. Alien kind of, it's like a 50s remake. Yeah, so I'm like halfway through that. Um, Looking forward to finishing that. (laughs) That's a cheesy one, but there's some fun uh, monster designs. Yeah, there's some fun stuff in it. But uh, but that's about it. I haven't had time since it's like a two day turnaround. Yeah, here. this is a fast turnaround for us. But uh, well, I'll I'll do a couple here that I watched. Um, I rewatched Single White Female, the thriller from the early '90s with uh, Bridget Fonda and Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, have you guys seen that movie? No. Yeah. Did you not ever see Single White time. Female, Tris? Yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah not I hadn't I hadn't watched time. it since it came out. Mm. It's actually a real solid thriller. Uh, it's mostly just relying on their two performances, and they're both pretty awesome in it. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee just gets pretty creepy <laughs> in that movie. She starts imitating Bridget Fonda and cuts her hair to look like her. Uh-huh. They're like roommates, but she gets creepier and creepier as it as it progresses. <laughs> um, I've had a thing for the last couple of years where I've been going back and watching 90s thrillers because we don't get a lot of those kind of movies, I feel like now. Like The Net? Yeah, the net. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or like all the sexy ones, you know, like Basic Instinct and those kinds of things. For so so big in that era, and now we don't really have stuff like that very often. It feels like. But, yeah, and if you do, it's just uh, like straight to streaming and not. I don't know. It just feels not as yeah important. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like back then, yeah. some of these were big deal to go see it in the theater, right? Like. Yeah. Uh, we certainly we don't see a lot of that stuff released theatrically anymore mm. so it's just kind of capturing a feeling from a certain time but um i also watched uh salem's lot the stephen king adaptation it was a tv mini in uh, 79 mm-hmm. so it was just i think probably three episodes it's about three hours long uh and it's also toby hooper same director as oh, okay. invaders from mars actually uh it's pretty good it's especially when you consider the you know, you can't have a lot of gore because it was made for TV and it was made for TV in the 70s. So it's like, you know, it's pretty sanitized in terms of blood and stuff like that. But there's some really creepy imagery in it for sure. I wish I had seen it as a kid because I think it would like just like we were just talking about, it would have like scared the shit out of me. Yeah. The vampire uh, Barlow is really creepy looking in it. He's more of like a Nosferatu style vampire. So that was fun. And then I watched the sequel um a return to salem's lot which is so cheesy it's just so like it has nothing of the same tone as the first movie at all it's like just wacky and like it's not even trying to be serious at all it's like super goofy really bad acting in that special way that you have to kind of has to be seen to be believed like how did they even get these types of bad performances (laughs) like it seems like you would have to work at it almost um, but it was pretty entertaining. It was a Larry Cohen uh, movie. He did um, he did like The Stuff, which is a movie about like a marshmallow substance that kills people and stuff like that. That everyone starts <laughs> eating. So he's known for sort of campy, uh, cheesy horror movies. But pretty fun, even though not not great. And yeah. then, but I got one destroy. I'll say real quick too, which was um, The Hand. And this was an Oliver Stone movie. I think one of his first directorial efforts uh with michael kane and the premise is that there's a cartoonist who gets his hand knocked off in a car accident and he can't find they can't find his hand afterwards in the wreckage Mm -hmm. his hand comes back 
and it starts killing people that he's angry at. Oh, okay. And there's like a whole question of, oh, is the hand actually doing this, or or is he, or is he, is he doing it? Yeah. And that's like a psychological thing. It's really pretty bad. Like it's as silly as it sounds. Yeah. But Oliver Stone is like playing it like straight down the line, like taking it very seriously, which makes it even funnier to watch because you're like, man, I just can't, I just can't take this seriously. It's so, so hammy. Um, but Michael Caine does give a very good performance. He's trying his damnedest to make you take this cheesy uh, concept seriously. Um, but yeah, I won't reveal whether or not the hand is. It's a oh, real thing. I'm going to have to watch it. You're going to have to watch this uh. piece of shit to find out for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't really recommend that one. Is there uh the hand too? There is no hand too that I, that I'm aware of. Double fisting it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I notice a trend, you know, you watch a bad movie and you're like, I have to watch all the sequels that go. With yeah. That bad I feel movie. like a sick completist where I like, if there's four movies in a series, even if like the first one starts off bad, I sometimes will still plow through and watch them, watch them all. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me, but <laughs> hey, I get it. It's like, I have to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tristan, what have you been watching anything lately? You got any seeks or destroys for us? Um, yeah, I think I've got a couple of seeks. I mean, I feel like I've got a lot to draw on because it's been a while since I was last here. So <laughs> not that I'll go that far. Yeah, back. go back all go back all the way. <laughs> I got a long list. No, just recently, I guess in the last few weeks, I've watched a, a little film called Prey, which you may have heard. Oh, of. Yes. oh yeah, nice. <laughs> Yeah, we, um, we covered that one a little while back. I saw that, and is that... Oh, we can talk more about that. Um, loved it, obviously. That's a seek. Um, I'm sure we'll be. Nice. Yeah. We'll probably talk about it a little bit at some point later on. Um, Definitely. Mm. One that I don't know if this is a seek or a destroy. It's not quite a seek. <laughs> it's, not, it's neither here nor there, really. Last night... Um, Got home from dinner with some friends and me and the wife watched a film on Peacock called Meet Cute. With um, Oh, yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, and I just thought it was a rom-com and it kind of is, but it's it's got some like sci-fi to it, which I, I, I always enjoy when there's some kind of like genre mixing going on. Um, mm-hmm. But the net result is, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not right. great. It's it's kind of interesting. You see, um, by the end, you don't feel like you're just like, yeah, okay, that was a movie. Uh, okay, yeah, underwhelming. Yeah. Did you see Palm Springs, the Andy Samberg, uh, the kind of romantic comedy, but it's like yeah. a time loop kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah, like so, that one. Yeah, right. Okay, so if you if you love that, it might be worth watching this, but it's not as good as that. Um, Okay. But I would almost place it in the same kind of genre. So if you want to like, if you're a completionist in that niche mashup of genres, it's worth yeah. a watch. Okay. Hmm. Is it Pete Davidson that's the uh, the star of that? Yeah. And he's okay in it. I quite like him, but um, he has to he has to act a bit more than I guess he's used to. And it's uh, you can, it doesn't <laughs> quite, there are some parts where it doesn't quite hit, but. That uh, Kaylee Kawaku, is that lifting. her name? She's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I never watched Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But she's doing some good shit. You no, know, uh, 
Yeah, I've seen the. I mean, I've seen a few episodes of Big Bang Theory. Not not a favorite of mine, but uh, she she has that show on That's HBO jam, Max man. called The Flight Attendant. What's yeah, that? it's good. I thought that was your jam. <laughs> like you thought that was my jam. It's your <laughs> type of humor. <laughs> Babu, uh, what's he say? Uh, what's his catchphrase? I don't know. So I can't even. But Bazinga, Bazinga, <laughs> yeah. Bazinga. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's on that flight attendant show though on HBO, and I've and that's I've seen a bit of that, and she's pretty good on that. So yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Um, so yeah, that's a fifty-fifty maybe depending on personal taste, and I guess uh, does TV count? I got one TV one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I only <laughs> just this morning I watched the first episode of the latest season of Cobra Kai, and I, I think oh, I, yeah. I think I'm done. It's just, oh, yeah, dipping. like. I don't know. There's, I say that now. I'll probably watch it at some point. But I don't know. I, I have like a love-hate thing going on there. The first few seasons <laughs> I was into yeah. it, but it just gets so ridiculous, but it doesn't seem to like, I don't know, it's just kind of a soap opera. It just feels either yeah. dial up the yeah. silliness or I don't know, it just needs something. Something's off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be Did controversial take. Uh, no, well, yeah, I think it's just, it's super popular, right? Mm. I've watched the first three seasons and I enjoyed them, but for some reason I just haven't gotten around to watching these two most recent seasons. So oh, I, see. I, I feel like I was still intending to, but I know what you're talking about because even in the second and third season, I was like, this is getting pretty silly in yeah. terms of like, it's it's, it's not grounded wars. in reality at all, right? Yeah, karate game <laughs> yeah. wars. These kids are, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I say that though, I mean, as I say that out loud, that karate awesome. gang wars, I'm like, yeah, wait a second, this sounds great. <laughs> wait, what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just something off with the formula. They need it, the, the, they need it, yeah, diet, make it sillier or make it more serious. You can't kind of have both. It's, it's in this weird, it's just cheese ball a little too much for me although I love they're running out of too, uh, so I don't know what it is yeah there's, I hear what you're saying though there's something off about the balance of it but the, they they're gonna run out of people to bring back from the previous <laughs> movies too at this point I feel like they've brought every character back so well, maybe they'll uh, bring um, unless it, what's her name uh, Hillary Swank yeah maybe we'll get some Swank back that'll be interesting yeah <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done it already to be honest yeah she, she'd uh Throw some spice in it, I guess. <laughs> Something different, a different element. Yeah. Uh, so, th- anything else or? Yeah, uh, nothing else. Or should we get into our let's review? Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So this week we're going to talk about Tristan's choice, Predators. Predators. Plural from mm. 2010. Uh, let's roll the trailer. What's the last thing you remember? All of a sudden there was a light, and then I was falling. I was supposed to be executed two days ago. And I was in combat. So was I. Like ops. Yakuza. We need to work as a team. Does this look like a team-orientated group of individuals to you? Game preserve. 
customer of the game. So Predators 2010, directed by Nimrod Antal. Uh, I'll just read the synopsis real quick. Fear is reborn. A mercenary reluctantly leads a motley crew of warriors who soon come to realize they've been captured and deposited on an alien planet by an unknown nemesis. With the exception of a peculiar physician, they are all cold-blooded killers, convicts, death squad members, hunters, who have now become the hunted. So mm. yeah. Uh, so Tristan, uh, why did you want to do Predators? I know that there's a, maybe a connection with some stuff you guys have got going on. Yeah, so we recently did Predator 2 on Double Impact. And, nice. And I was kind of blown away by how much better it was than I remembered. Um, it's awesome. It's so <laughs> good. It is so good. It's so good. I watched it like... As recently as 10 years ago, I think, and still thought it was like meh. But I think the pieces of the puzzle have, well, for me at least, have fallen into place off the back of Prey a little bit. Um, Because I think what all the critics seem to say about Prey, why they liked it, was like, oh, this is what the franchise should be. It's like a a different period or a different setting and a predator shows up, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. or the way I like to think of it is actually just different genres and the Predator shows up. So, like, the first one is a classic, you know, muscle-bound yeah, uh, 80s, action yeah. hero um, jungle army thing and Predator shows up. Predator 2 is like a gritty 90s Verhovian cop film and Predator shows up. And then Prey is like yeah. a period piece, yada, 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 Predator shows up. So I kind of like that. I don't know why I always have to like rationalize some. I don't know. I need I need a I need some kind of strategic structure to the franchise for it for me to get excited about it. And so if I think if that's an organizing principle for the franchise, I'm like fuck yeah, that's awesome. But on the other hand, I always thought Predators was, I guess until we did Predator Two, and I guess until I saw Prey, the the more logical, perfect sequel to the first Predator. So right. it's like this weird thing. And I, I don't know where I sit on that now. I'm what torn. About the, what's the the Predator? Yeah, we had The Predator as well, uh, yeah. the Shane Black uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't good. even remember it. I guess I'll probably watch it again soon just because they're all top You've of mind You've put it out right of your now. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what the premise is. I know there's a kid in it. and Well, uh, yeah. it's all over the place, that one. There's like a yeah. lot of stuff going on in that movie uh yeah there's the autistic kid yeah he has um, like superpowers basically his autism gives him superpowers um (laughs) and you've got another group of kind of mismatched characters in that um yeah it it was a mess i remember we saw we went and saw in the theater and reviewed it on our show when it came out and we were all so hyped for that one of course shane black yeah uh, and we thought, what could go wrong here? Like, finally, the Predator is going to be given the respect it's due. Yeah. <laughs> and it just did not turn out well. 
And I, I had feel a similar, like that one, sorry. they were almost trying to like cash in on the nostalgia of Predator. Like, right. So yeah. it's like we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle in a bunch of throwbacks to the original Predator to like get the people that really love the original like give mm-hmm. them some red meat to you know be like yeah this is awesome but it just kind of well flat. I, yeah I, I know there was a lot of studio interference on that one too so i don't think we mm-hmm. actually got the movie that shane black necessarily wanted to deliver um that was going to be like a big entry in the series and so the studio had their mitts kind of all over that one and then i think what happened as kind of a benefit for prey was that movie was disappointing, didn't do super well. People didn't really like it. And so then Prey, they're like, oh, okay, well, we don't have confidence in this franchise necessarily, so it's a straight-to-streaming thing. And we got this nice stripped-down sort of uh, lean and mean mm. Yeah, thriller. maybe it was kind of a like, well, sure, you want to do it? Okay, go ahead. Um, right. Do yeah. whatever you feel yeah, like. Yeah, do what you feel like. We're not going to be overly involved. But... But there is some stuff that carries over from this movie, Predators, that we're talking about today, into that Shane Black one, like the super predator, yeah, and like predator dogs and stuff like that. (laughs) But yeah, so what you had seen Predators before, right, Tristan? Yeah, and I guess you liked it. uh, I was ultimately disappointed, but I always felt conceptually. I guess until those mm-hmm. recent discoveries mm-hmm. in revisiting part two and seeing Prey, I always felt conceptually it was the right way to go. And I hadn't watched it since first watching it. And I thought maybe I need, maybe it is better than I remembered because that happened with Predator 2. Um, but right. similar yeah. to the hype with Shane Black, like when this was coming out and I heard about Robert Rodriguez's involvement, I was like, oh, okay, so this is the one. So I guess it was the exact same scenario as The Predator five years earlier or whatever. Um, and yeah, I'd say the result is probably better than, better than the predator, but it's just, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, right. Right. Well, yeah. And we'll, we'll get into, uh, some of that, like yeah. where it sort of stands. But, uh, James, did you, had you seen predators before this uh episode uh yeah i've seen it before uh i didn't watch it in theaters um i can't remember it must have been around when it came out i watched it i didn't really like it um when did it come out it came out 2010 yeah 2010 Mm. um yeah just eh, it was just kind of eh yeah but at the time i wasn't like predator and predator 2 right i wasn't thinking that those movies were like amazing right right i was like in my infancy of um <laughs> your action movie development. my action movie <laughs> development yeah it's still developing um but yeah i just thought it was kind of meant i thought it was and we can get into it i just thought the storyline was pretty weak it was like copy paste from like mm. we've seen this story before Mm. Well, sort of. I think some certainly elements of it we've seen. Uh, I think there's at least a twist on this that yeah. gives it a novel concept. I um, mean, Jumanji did Jumanji. it. Jumanji <laughs> sure, just did it, sure. where they go into the game. <laughs> right, right. Jumanji two or uh, I don't yeah, know one what. of those Jumanji yeah. but uh, remakes. It's yeah. like the exact same story. I guess it is similar, but oh, this came out before those. But um, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, it's you've seen similar. you've seen elements of this. Yeah. Um, 
I saw this in the theater and at the time I remember liking it and thinking, oh, I don't know why everyone is so down on this movie. Mm. Uh, I didn't love it or anything, but I was like, oh, you know, that's pretty cool. Like I, I, I liked the idea. They, they're back in the jungle, which like you're saying, Tristan felt mm. feels like at that point, at least anyway, it felt like, okay, this is the way to go because mm. Predator 2, I was the same as you when I saw it when I was younger, I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, then when we did it on our show a while back, I was like, oh, you know what? No, Predator 2 is actually pretty awesome. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's so, so good. I mean, I don't think it holds a... <laughs> yeah. I don't think so it holds good. a candle to the original personally, but it's yeah. still like a lot of fun. Yeah. And the smart thing they did in that is like you're saying, they did a, a totally different thing. Like if they had just gone straight back to the jungle in the second one, it wouldn't work as well. It's because they change the setting and the, and the types of people that are interacting with the that's predator. what you have to do though it's like whatever happens in the first one you have to do like the opposite mm. in the second yeah. one but then when you get to this one it, it feels like okay sure it's we can go back to the jungle that's cool uh and i do like the concept here of like bringing in these like heavy hitter sort of pro killer people and putting them on this hunting planet. I mean, that's a cool idea. And that's probably the best thing about the movie is the, yeah. is the concept of this one. I agree. Um, the concept is what gets me excited about this one. And then, and then um, you know, to that point of doing the opposite of the first one, I think conceptually it kind of does. But in execution, it just retreads the same thing. But the idea of if the first one is one predator coming to our planet, and if you thought of right. this as Predator 2, it's us going to their planet that feels like a oh okay that's different but then it just so happens that their planet kind of just looks like the jungle from our planet <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah i mean there's some you know, like weird moons or whatever but like yeah yeah like it's, it's not it's not extraordinarily different from like, why don't own. we land on pandora or something like go nuts right it should be something different yeah. I mean, pandora. that's a good point because even uh you know Topher Grace's character, who's a doctor, mm. he's like, "Oh yeah, this is a neurotoxin, and this right. is the, like from these plant these plants that he's seeing." Well, I'm like, "Oh, how the fuck do you know that? This is like alien, you know, fauna and exactly. flora. Like, you don't know this shit." Yeah, <laughs> like, how would he know that? <laughs> I actually looked that up because I killer. had the same issue. I looked that up, and um, apparently, I guess there was, I don't know if it was in the script and it got cut or whatever, but it was sub- apparently it. it it was a prehistoric plant on Earth, and that's why he recognized it. Um, but they cut oh, okay. that out. Oh, that that's a far stretch, though. <laughs> that's a huge stretch, I mean, right? They didn't, and they didn't even like you're saying they. There's no line to like let us know even that that's what's going on. Yeah, but, yeah, because I think um, apparently in the script originally it said something like it was a bit more like a Jurassic Park scenario where it's like, well, this plant, this is this has been extinct for millions of years, kind of thing. Um, but right. they never said that. Um, but I guess maybe. That suggests some kind of ancient alien scenario. Maybe that's where. Oh, maybe the predators even brought that plant with them to our planet way back when. Um, Speaking (laughs) of the doctor, I I really did not like the, you know, when they're going through and they're like, oh, this guy is like. Oh, yeah, know. we've got all who, like one guy's a, a black ops mercenary. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, mm-hmm. these are all the Yakuza top people. Guy, yeah. and, and it's like, oh, this guy doesn't belong. You would think the 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 main guy would be like, well, no. Like, <laughs> he's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. He ob- There's Adrian obviously Brody. something going on. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I don't want. These I are think top they killers. They don't want to raise any 
any suspicions so that they can have the sort of you surprise know that's reveal happen. You later know. in the movie. Like I didn't remember. I think the only things I remembered about this movie were there's a tall predator and a small predator. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the doctor is a, a bad or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you remembered that. Yeah. yeah. Like all the other stuff is just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's get into a little bit of the details because we, so we got this sort of team, quote unquote team that get thrown together. They're all these random people who've been teleported. Yeah, parachute from Earth. in. Yeah, and they parachute in. We've got Adrian Brody uh, as the sort of natural leader because he doesn't even want to be part of the group. He's a lone wolf. Mm. I just don't uh, buy him as a tough guy. I don't know. Yeah. Am I alone? No, well, it's mind. an interesting <laughs> casting. I feel like a lot of people have have raised that. Like, they're like, I don't buy Adrian Brody in this role. I think it's kind of interesting to see him in this role because it's definitely against type, right? Like, mm. this is not the kind of part that he normally plays. I'm not sure he entirely pulls it off, but it's kind of fun to watch him in this part just because was this like in his like peak um yeah i think around here well he'd done you know he'd had an oscar didn't he win an oscar for like the pianist or something uh yeah so he'd done a lot of drama stuff he did some weird kind of sci-fi stuff like he fell off a cliff once he got banned from snl oh right i forgot about that he kind of seems like a jerk i don't know if that's coloring my perception of him in this film because i didn't i didn't mind him the first time i watched it years ago but this time it I don't know. It just didn't work for me. I just felt like he's doing an impression of. He's even just doing a funny voice. He's like, doing an impression of. Yeah, a, yeah right. Guy. He's got the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, I can't say it's entirely convincing. There's something about it that I enjoyed watching. Like I yeah. said, just because it was so different for him. But it, it's a weird choice because you clearly they had they must have had more. I don't know organic options available for a tough guy. The transporter himself. Save him. There you go. There uh, you go. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cage. Whoa. Yeah. That, that would be would... good, man. I was. I was so. That'd be amazing. Along those lines, I was trying to think for ages of like who would I recast, and the only one I well I came up with two, and Statham was one, but I feel like that was that's kind of a traditional choice. I respect what they were trying to do by getting someone, you know, not necessarily known for that. And so I was trying to think of someone like that. It probably wouldn't have worked in 2010, but I guess maybe like a John Krasinski, the way he's he's kind of done tough guy versions of himself now in um, yeah. I mean now now Jack he's kind of yeah. I mean, I would have been a big fan of um, like movie crossovers. You know, you get like a face off crossover. You get like Caster <laughs> Troy in there. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> well, okay. I really. That's a good a point because my whole, that whole spiel I just gave on what I like about the franchise now, or at least like the, the DNA of what I think is, is good about the good movies. A movie like this should be like the infinity game moment <laughs> of the franchise. Yeah. And the people that are showing up should at least, whether they're the same characters or not, they should be representative of those different genres that we've seen Predator jump into in the past. They're like, it's almost like this movie happened too early and, you know, we, we still needed to get a, I don't know. what I had a whole list of genres that could jump into before. Well, yeah, so I, I totally get what you're saying and actually it, it makes me think of like, this should be like movie 10, you know, after yeah. they have mm. like 
like we talked about it when we covered Prey that there should be like a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover Predator <laughs> oh, yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which would be amazing. Um, but if you did like that and then you did like a medieval Predator. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then so now this this alien planet, you have like, a, you know, a knight. It's like the Bill and Ted's Predator exactly. movie yeah, you have, where you get all the people Yeah, from you have the like a knight there, a pirate is there. You have like from all these different... Yeah. Yes. yeah, time period. I mean, they kind of. I mean, they sort of did that here, except they're kinda. all from the same period, just different, just different locations and different sort of. Like, so you have the Yakuza guy. We've got Mahershala, Mahershala Ali in here, which I forgot he was even in this. Same. Um, uh, we got Danny Trejo. Yeah. Um, but it's an odd mix of characters because, like, I I don't know about you guys, but I was like, well. I get on paper why it's cool to have like the Yakuza guy, but he's a guy in a suit running around with a handgun and he's supposed to be just as deadly as like the black ops guy with his like a huge assault rifle or whatever. It's kind of, it seems kind of strange. And then later somehow he, he whips a samurai sword out (laughs) from somewhere. I don't know if he was keeping that in his slacks or what, but, uh, yeah, well, it's also kind of strange that, okay. So you're led to believe that whoever it was, the administrator of this, uh, Hunt Island, the Predator Administrator, mm. <laughs> has has like scanned through Earth. He's got his glasses on. Yeah, and, and picked the most deadly people, right, from their uh, organization or their environment, right? Mm. But it's like, let's take them out of their environment and put them into the complete opposite environment. Mm. Like, right. it's not... It's, like, like we said on, on Prey, like... Predators are like the, you know, our version of the dentist that goes to Africa to shoot a lion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's not about a fair, a fair hunt or anything. Well, it feels like this one. That's why I kind of like the idea of this one, because I guess it's a super predator in this case. And he has picked much harder targets for himself. But I was thinking about this while I was watching the movie and I was like, well, okay. We, you know, we've always had this idea in, in stories and in movies and stuff of man is the most dangerous game. Mm. Right. And so for predators, the most dangerous game shouldn't be man. Should be it a should predator. be other predators. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess they That's sort of cool. do a little bit um, in this movie. Well, that but could I'm be another sure, yeah, movie. We haven't, yeah, we totally. haven't seen a predator versus predator sort of yeah. situation. I mean, it's, it's hard to get a storyline, I guess, in there. Well, they kind of teased it in this. Yeah, they do a little bit. That mm. they hate each other for whatever reason. But that's the other thing is like the perspective is really off because in the first movie and the second movie, we see that the predator is much bigger than a normal human. Yeah. And in this movie, they have got that predator that's like hung up in that and that like, you know, there's all the fire and the different traps and stuff. Um, and he's got that one there. I guess he's captured it or he's using it as bait or something. And then later when they fight, the pre- the predator the super predator and then how they compare to the human characters i never got that impression of like oh the predator is so much bigger like shouldn't the super predator be really really big compared to the to yeah, the humans you would think and that doesn't really come across i feel like in the in the movie but uh we've also got like some other characters we've got the russian guy um yeah. we've got alice braga playing isabel uh, and walton goggins who i always love to see walton yeah, goggins awesome. in anything yeah. he's he is one of the more Amusing, although edge lord kind of. My God, that one joke, man, it kind of ruins the character. Like, he would be the MVP of the whole movie. Well, even just as a character, as a performance, he probably still is. But that rape joke, man, ugh. 
that was just. I mean, I felt like they were. Ugh. I felt like they were trying to kind of recreate like the sort of over the top Shane Black jokes from the first movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it it was just, it's so like ooh it's so edge lord like you know two thousands kind of humor. It almost still works for me just because of Walton Goggins' delivery and the way that Topher Grace reacts to it, where yeah. he's like, "Okay, like," <laughs> and I, I, I gotta the, say, yeah, Go- Goggins say saying I, I, it is the closest. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Um, yeah, Goggins' version of that is probably the the most the closest to palatable it would be. <laughs> I mean, it's not um, palatable, and it's still it's, not. <laughs> but it's, I think it's more like about the reaction to me. I think yeah, the way that yeah, Topher Grace yeah. plays it is pretty good. And I actually yeah. do really like his performance in this movie, Topher Grace. Like, yes, it's, it's obvious that something is off about him. Right. But I think he does a great job with it. Like he's a good he's, jerk. he's suitably like he's the wimpy guy and, mm. and he does a good job of that. And then when he switches, I think he's, you know, pretty fun as the kind of creepy guy too it's just a little on the nose with like the i'm one of you i'm also a predator like and why does he want to stay on the predator planet like once we find out he's like a serial killer guy yeah he's like i want to stay here i like it here well there's no one for him to kill on this planet it's so like i guess he could go around trying to hunt predators but i don't feel like he's gonna square up to those very well no no chance i guess that's the thing overall too with the just the Predators, and I guess this goes for any movie in the franchise, to be fair. And I guess a, it, I say this, and I know it's a stupid observation because otherwise we wouldn't have a movie, but I feel like the Predators could just destroy any anyone uh, very easily. <laughs> like any, yeah. any human mm. beating a Predator just doesn't, it's impossible. They, they had well, many chances I... to kill people throughout this movie and in every other movie and they, I guess they right. like to play around a bit more, but man the cats they play with their food <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean even in the other movies that have been really successful like you know the first one and, and prey like we're talking about the person that went up against the predator in the end they had they couldn't beat them physically they had to come up with a plan in order to defeat the predator yeah um, and i guess they kind of do that in this movie but it's it's a weird incongruity because you know, we are introduced to Lawrence Fishburne's character. He is he has apparently survived seven seasons. He says yeah, on this planet. That like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, what the fuck is Morpheus doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, what is happening? Well, I liked the idea when they introduced him. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. There's someone who survived who's here for a while, but then right away they take it in this other direction with him, and he's just like trying to kill the characters because he wants their stuff and I, I do like when he's playing crazy and he's like talking to yeah. himself it's kind of fun yeah but they they switch gears with that so quickly that it's like i didn't i barely had time to settle into this idea of him being this survivor who somehow has managed to elude the predators for for a long time and then they just kill him instantly the predator just like breaks in yeah. And shoots him and he explodes in one shot and is like, oh, exactly. okay, so he wasn't, he wasn't very tough. <laughs> That's the thing. Like if you, if you have invisibility power and like a long range gun thing, explodey thing, like you can, you can kill anyone at any point. But, um, I, I yeah, know that's I, stupid it's because. It's definitely you know, not a fair fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what, but. The humans always win, at least in the movies we've seen so far. So, again, I think right. it'll be interesting for a Predator movie to show a scenario where the humans don't win. Um, yeah. 
because if this is what they do for fun and all the stories we're being shown is humans, them not succeeding at it, essentially. I don't know. It just feels like to spice things up, let's, let's like, see. Are they, are they such good hunters as we, yeah. as we think they are? Oh, <laughs> now, now I'm thinking like there should totally, there could be a movie where it's like, almost like a national treasure style where it's like <laughs> the history you think, you know, is not right. Actually the predators stepped in and altered all these oh. points Whoa. in history. Mm-hmm. And well, there's some big thoughts here. And it's yeah. like, they're the ones that like ended the, you know, the Roman empire and like, they're, the, okay. you know, all these different, give kinds them of things. some uh, gravitas again. Like they're actually badass. And, and like this fight has been going on. Like, that's great. Since, like the beginning. That's perfect. Wow. That's exactly what they should do. Like yeah. 100% and have them be successful. They don't the predator doesn't die at the end. They've done something that has shaped our history. Yeah, that's fucking great. Um I think also like all the narratives have been grounded in the idea that we want to see the humans overcome the predators. And like you're saying Tristan, it would be a cool idea to see a movie where the predators come out on top. I think they'd have to like They'd have to do a storyline almost where the predators were hunting some really unsavory characters, yeah. like I don't know, it's like slave traders or something from back in the day. Some group that we won't, we were like, yeah, we want to see these people get wiped out. We were cheering oh, for the exactly. predators. You imagine that predators ended the slave trade? Yeah, because <laughs> it, it would work. Because well, it would work because yeah, but it just plot wise, law wise, it would work because. Um, this came up when we did Predator 2 on Double Impact as well. Like this idea that what if you had a movie where the Predator acts, he's actually the hero of the film despite his intentions. He's going there to kill other Predators, but, you know, he obviously doesn't attack anyone that's unarmed, etc. So what if it was a scenario like that or, or a kidnapping or, or something where Predator essentially saves a bunch of people because he's going after the big bad guy that is you know, doing horrible things. Right. He's it not works. hunting. He's not hunting the people who are uh, not a threat to him. Right. So, or, yeah. or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it oh, could that work. could totally work. That's a good yeah, idea. That's it. Let's get on, let's get on the horn. Let's, get, we call? let's, get let's call some Dan producers. Trachtenberg on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get Dan that's Trachtenberg. A great, that's a great concept because it meets all that criteria. Show one where the predator wins, but it doesn't have to be a sad ending for humans. It's actually a good thing that happened. Like that's, oof. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, like <laughs> them fighting like Genghis Khan, something <laughs> like. <laughs> well, like to the Bill and Ted, so they have to fight like Socrates yeah. as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to he's fighting them with ideas. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, nothing more dangerous um, than a man with ideas. Yeah, <laughs> the ultimate predator. <laughs> Overall, I do think it's a fun cast, but I think the problem yeah. is like it's fun, fun group, um, fun little bits here and there with with what they're doing. And like I said, I really enjoyed Topher Grace in this. But overall, like I don't fall in love with any of these people like the way that you do yeah. with Arnie. Like they don't there's no one that has that level of like charisma where you're like, oh, yeah, can't, I can't wait to see these people beat the Predator somehow. Um, like, or even Amber mid thunder, like in prey, like you get attached Mm. to her character because she's giving, giving such a good performance. Um, there's no one like that in this movie. Like it, it does feel like that sort of edgy two thousands kind of like, Oh yeah, they're all hardcore. They're all extreme kind of characters. And there's just, no one has that, 
charm to them. Yeah. yeah. It feels like um, there were a lot of remakes around that time. Like um, there was a Nightmare on Elm Street one and uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch. Yeah, there was a, there was a Friday the 13th and yeah. All yeah. Those and they all have Texas the same kind of thing off. where it's like we're going back to what you loved about the first one but with none of the soul. <laughs> like it just doesn't, it's missing something. <laughs> right. It's almost a bit some like... Of the, um, some of the Terminator sequels have been like that too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's a dangerous move. Um, I would argue even something like The Force Awakens is a bit like that, where it's, it is kind of just right. a remake of the first one and this in the same way that while the, the, the framing even, of it is different, this is basically a remake of the first right. one yes, as well. Right. Yeah. I, I feel in that case you had a situation where like we almost have to reintroduce the audience. Remember why you yeah. liked Star Wars? It was yeah. this kind of thing. True. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying where it's like, okay, well, they're not really doing anything different here. Yeah. Um, but we had a lot of that stuff where it's like, okay, we have to somehow connect this to the past and what people liked about it in the first place. Mm. But also you got to find something new to do to kind of push it forward. I'm not sure that this movie really succeeds in that in that way. Like, like the script, conceptually, like we're saying, I think is really cool, but it needed some tweaks. If it had, yeah. there's a few things you could tweak in this, and I think it would actually be exceptional instead of just okay. Well, mm. the interesting thing about all the Predator movies is there's no attempt whatsoever to set it up for another movie. Like, there's yeah. no attempt to set up for a sequel. Right. They're all standalone movies. Yeah, which I, I appreciate. Which actually. I appreciate, yeah. but it's like, it seems odd that, it, you know, that they would do that. Because usually, mm-hmm. it's there's always a setup for, you know, this what's going to happen in the next movie, or this potentially could happen, or a cliffhanger, or something. The thing they do, though, is they do the little things that somehow connect it to other Predator movies. Like... Like uh, the gun from like Predator Two, like the gun 2. and prey from Predator Two, and in Predator Two, we saw the we saw the 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 alien skull, the xenomorph skull, right. and stuff. So there's always like these mm-hmm. little details that sort of uh, I think are fun for fans, right? Like, oh, how does that work with this? And you know, eventually we got the Alien versus Predator movies, which you know whether that was a good thing or not is <laughs> in the eye of the beholder. But <laughs> yeah, I never seen any yeah. of those. I actually think that the self-contained nature of these movies is maybe even why I like a movie like Predator 2 maybe more than I used to because everything else today is so connected. It's just nice to have like yeah. this is mm-hmm. a movie with a beginning, middle, and an end. <laughs> um, this is its own story. It has yeah. some elements that you know already. It connects to that world, but it's not the same. You'll get a bit of like, Oh, and now the further yeah. adventures of Dutch or whatever. Yeah. Well, and yeah, the, yeah. the contrast, the, like you were saying, Tristan, the complete contrast from the first one to the second one makes it work so well. Mm. Yeah, I think at the time that wasn't the feeling, though. Like when it came out, yeah. it was generally not looked on very favorably by people, most people. And like it didn't do super well. They, you know, they didn't make another Predator movie for a long time after that because it didn't it wasn't super successful. I mean, the Colombians but and now the looking Jamaicans, back at it, that's, it's refreshing. The Colombians yeah. and the Jamaicans in that movie are worth the ticket alone. <laughs> yes, we know James James has a thing for Jamaican and Haitian gang yeah. members in movies. Yeah. Well, it also does 90s. that great thing. It does that great thing where it's it was made in 1990, but set in 1997. So 
Anything yeah. that yeah, near, just near slightly future. in the future. I love that they have some crazy take on what's about to happen. Like everyone had a gun. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> but it was yeah, like it was a full Verhoeven like kind of, yeah. It's like Robocop oh, sorry, or something. It's almost like yeah, Robocop yeah. or something. Yeah. For sure. They're doing that like it's a, it's slightly in the future. It's like a dystopian things have gone downhill kind of future but it's like oh but that's not that far from now <laughs> yeah like i just went and rewatched uh the back to the future trilogy not too long ago at the drive-in uh, yeah. and and the second movie you know you have all that future predictions for 2015 with like the hoverboard and all that shit yeah. and the flying cars and stuff and now we're past it's so funny to look at it and be like Wow, we really did not live up to those expectations. No, we did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't quite make her. Um, no, but yeah, it's always <laughs> funny when they do stuff like that, like try to predict um, what the future will be like not too far from now. But is this yeah. movie just supposed to be modern times? I think it's supposed to be modern times. Yeah, yeah it's I not supposed so. to be like way way ahead or anything like that. No. I don't think um, so, but I would love to see that too. Again, uh, along those yeah, lines, yeah, in the of future, entering different genres. Like, let's do something like uh, I don't know, Blade Runner with a Predator kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, so, is this the first time that we're introduced to those like dog things? I, I believe, guess? yeah. There's the, uh, we yeah. aren't in either of the first two movies, so this is where we see predator dogs. They, I think, they look different in the Shane Black one than they yeah, do they in this do. movie. Right, but um, you know, they're they're kind of some bad CG in this. Although I did appreciate that once they had killed a couple of them and they were dragging their bodies, they at least had real uh, rubber like dog creature things. It gave it at least a little yeah weight to it, mm. but um. There, the CG, what did you guys think of the CG in this? I don't remember it standing out as being like heinous or anything. Yeah, I don't think it's awful, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things where um, if I don't notice that it's awful or good, then it's a good thing. Yeah. Like sure. it just kind of is it there. Didn't dry, it didn't draw yeah. attention yeah. to itself. Yeah, I think especially yeah, for a movie like this, it feels like there wasn't anything too crazy. Like it felt very grounded, I guess, you know, especially considering the concept. Um, There wasn't anything too crazy going on. It was just people running around a jungle. And I say this in a good way. Yeah, I mean, we have this scene. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we have the scene with the ship where Adrian Brody is, he's going to take off on the Predator ship that's there. Right. Um, Oh, man, what a surprise, eh, when he didn't blow up on that ship, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, that was a real surprise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh i will I say do. though oh yeah oh sorry um i will say though the use so even though there's a lot of retreading of the first film even as it relates to literally moments like Brody covered in mud and is saying come on kill me now do it now except in his <laughs> tough, yeah. in his tough guy right. voice of, come on do it now and um but the use of fire to confuse the heat vision, I thought was, ah, oh, yeah, that's something different. I, th- I think, right? That wasn't in the first one, right? It was all about cooling yeah, yourself no. down. Whereas he used fire to, for the opposite effect. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, that wasn't a bad idea. I, I mean, I did think it was a little cheesy, him like running around and popping out and getting in the <laughs> hit yeah. or whatever with his ripped <laughs> body. I was like, oh, Adrian Brody, ripped. Good for you, bud. Yeah, he's um, ripped. 
<laughs> well, because I think even up to that point, we probably were thinking, uh, this guy isn't a, a muscle guy. Yeah. But I guess he got in shape for this movie, at least. Put on 25 um, I definitely pounds, didn't. Apparently. Yeah, I definitely didn't believe that scene where he's like... <laughs> you thought it was CG muscles? No, no, no. No, not that. Uh, I believe the muscles. but He the, put the mud uh, on him to simulate in. muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drew a six-pack with mud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, him running in and like taking shots at the predator. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the, like we know from the second predator, right? Where they think that they're sneaking in, the predator can't see them until the predator changes his like, I don't know, vision. Cause mm-hmm. he has like different vision. Right. Different options. settings. Yeah. 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 I would think he would be able to be like, oh, okay, this is this. Well, I'm just going to change it to this now. Instead, he's like, oh, what? Whoa, whoa. What's <laughs> yeah, takes him a, he, he takes him a minute to find a, get over that. Uh, I do think it is a cool idea. But yes, it feels like he should be ready and like prepared to figure out something else uh, quicker mm-hmm. than he does. Yeah. Um, I do like the moment when... You know, Topher Grace is gonna kill Adrian Brody. That's the one moment where I kind of liked his badass role in this was when he he's like, "Oh, you really are a good man," and he just like turns around and like stabs him in the throat with his own scalpel or whatever it is, and he's like, "No, I'm just fast." Or <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I, yeah. I like the delivery on that, Adrian right. Brody. I like that. That's all right." Yeah, that was good. That was uh, good. Now, like, it ends where they just are um, an, uh, another bunch of parachutes fall. And they're like, yeah, it's starting all over again. And, and I like that. And then he says, let's. Yeah, that was cool. But then he's like, well, let's find a way off this planet now. I'm like, well, I don't think there is one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of like the we're doomed, basically. I guess kind of like what I'll say before. Maybe this is the closest one to the humans not winning or a human not winning. And and. On the other end of the spectrum, the opening of the film is awesome too. Like it just opens and he's falling. Like that's cool. Yeah, he's falling. I love that. Yeah, that is cool. Um, Cold just start, all just all like stuff jump in right between. into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that I is like cool. That. Um, it's, I guess like I was thinking, oh, maybe now Adrian Brody and her will become like the new Lawrence Fishburns. <laughs> like there will be the survivors who stay yeah. on this planet, which is not a bad idea, but. I was kind of surprised that there were more parachutes because I kind of thought of this as, okay, predators do this for fun. There's a bunch of predators in this one. Is this just, you know, some predators bachelor party that we're seeing? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it seems like, yeah, it seems because of the parachuting at the end, I guess it is more of an ongoing thing. Yeah. Well, well, and that's why like, like when we talked about on our prey episode, it's like, so on the predator planet, what it, do they have like day jobs? You know, are they accountants? <laughs> yeah. Are they, you know, what are they? Dentists. Yeah. Dentists, whatever. Um, Someone's got to work on those predator teeth. I mean, they're. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's their home planet like? It'd be, it'd be crazy if you had a movie where humans landed <laughs> on the home planet and the roles were kind of reversed. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what I this mean? time we're hunt, we're going hunting for predators. Yeah, exactly. Get them to stop coming to Earth. You gotta, you gotta get that. Well, un- that could be the that could be the future one that that Tristan was pitching. 
yeah. where it's they're far in the future. Now we've got crazy tech weapons. Now we're gonna go pursue the the predators. Yeah, where well, they live. it's basically Avatar, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was there the other is a lot of predator. We, we wanted to see. <laughs> There's a lot of predator law. Um, I tried to look into it, but it's so dense. But here's a couple of points I picked up. Um, the predators themselves, their species is called the Yautja. 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 Um, and they're, they're from a planet, Yautja Prime, which is has less oxygen and more nitrogen than Earth. So they can, they're capable of living in Earth's atmosphere for a week at most. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Let me... Hmm. And the xenomorph stuff is more inextricably linked to their kind of law. Like they use them a lot for practice and for, um, well, yeah, mainly for practice. Uh, so like young yauchas are unblooded until their first kill and their first kill is usually a xenomorph. It's like a kind of a ceremonial thing. Um, well, and that's as far as I got. But there's lots. I mean, like, it didn't get much like into... Yeah, didn't get much into uh, like, are they, you know, accountants? What are they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the accountant what's, lore? <laughs> what's the economy like on uh, Yaucha Prime? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to see some of that stuff. But it's uh, on the other hand, it's maybe it's one of those things where it's like, um, you know, with Star Wars where we got too into the yeah. into the details, and we don't, you know, we don't need to know all about Darth Vader when he was a little boy. Maybe we don't maybe we don't want to find out, you know? Like let's leave some things a mystery maybe. I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see a young predator like you know, it's a coming of age story. He yeah, has to yeah. kill his first. <laughs> Fuck, you that's know? cool like, too. All right, we've got like three great movies. We got we got all like, kinds of predator yeah. ideas here. That's a that is a great one cuz it's almost like you know, like a young Spartan or something, you know, and they're well, only the bad even, guy because not we're even too dissimilar from, from Prey, just from the other perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah the other perspective. Could, I'm just thinking. Yeah. I'm just thinking. This young predator could be like part of their thing is they have to go to a planet and they have to kill, you know, their first kill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the predator comes to Earth, but doesn't want to kill a human. Yeah. But then it's a vegan. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like say there's like another uh, human child that like helps this predator child. And then all of a sudden they have the xenomorph comes and then he has to kill that. Okay. Team up instead to kill the, the xenomorph. That's an interesting idea too. a little bit of a team up between a predator and a human. I think we've got glimpses of that in a couple of the movies. Uh, in maybe the in the Alien versus Predator. Predator. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it could be interesting. I don't know. I I think number one on my list is the Pirates of the Caribbean Predator crossover. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It would be great to, if they could actually license the IP and have them enter. Because it's, I know it's it's kind of an impossible task. Well, it's all but, under the Disney banner now. Uh, true. Yeah. Because the, the purest version of this is you what you're watching a movie you don't even know it's going to be a predator movie like the this idea yeah. of predator enters different different genres to your point potentially even entering different franchises you sit down <laughs> thinking you watched a pirates of the caribbean movie and then you know jack sparrow's spine is on the floor 
Um, it's a nice (laughs) (laughs) scarring some kids along the way, but you know, it's, it's odd. We could have, hell, hell, we could have Mandalorian versus the Predator. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, that that's the cool. thing. There totally could be a Star Wars crossover. There could be. Here. It's a big universe. Big hell yeah. Well, actually, on that note, that, that is the other missing piece in this movie, I think, is if we're on another planet, why did they only bring... Well, they almost only brought people from Earth. There was that one other alien that was in it for about yeah. half a second. There should have been a whole bunch of aliens, but like Star Wars type aliens where it's, you know, yeah, just yeah. mostly humans with different, like with a horn or something. But why not? That would be great. I um, don't know. If I was John Favreau, I'd be putting a predator in the background scene <laughs> yeah, just of the, the Mandalorian somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just and to then, get people. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because if I saw that, I'd lose my I'd lose my mind if I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. I do like. I know we talked before about how um, they are pretty subtle with the connections between the movies. They're not so much set up for sequels directly or explicitly. But I do like the peppering in of those little connections. Like, yeah, and it's almost it almost works as a test. To your point, like if Favreau did that. Yeah, you can see because, people's reactions. Yeah, because like the Xenomorph skull in, in Predator 2 was more just an Easter egg, right? That wasn't, I don't know if mm-hmm. they were planning to make Alien vs. Predator yet. No, but they did, they did some the comic fans books. Excited. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the comic books. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good point because you can, you can tease that and then see mm-hmm. if it's something people actually want to see or if they're like, no, that's a dumb idea. I mean, whatever. the Star Wars <laughs> yeah. fans would like lose it and they'd be upset. Probably yeah. right, but everything Where? upsets them. That's fine. I that's know. True. I know. You can't even you can't even do anything without pissing them off. So yeah, no one hates. I mean, Star I guess, Wars I guess more that's most Wars fandoms. Fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's most fandoms nowadays. It seems like uh, it's no caught pleasing. up with Marvel, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Marvel this can't isn't do true right to now. the original like literature and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not true to the source material yeah, for the, the comics that the were tablets. released in the eighties that no one read. It's People not true are the, to worst. the tablets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, why can't we just enjoy a thing? And you know, you don't have to like every movie. That's fine. But we don't also yeah. have to act like it was like, I don't know, someone ruined your holy text or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Is there any other scenes or like? Do you guys have a favorite sequence or anything like that, Tristan? You have like an action scene that stands out. Anything? I do think. That the Yakuza sword fight was pretty cool. I think that was a yeah, cool moment. Visually, yeah. I think that was pretty awesome, for sure. Yeah, and it would have been cool to have more of that. Like, I think you guys said it before that they they kind of did have the all star approach of like a Yakuza guy and a prisoner and a, a but they kind of didn't go that deep with it. Like, again, conceptually, yes, but execution wise, they didn't quite. But that was one moment I thought that kind of did express that to the full extent like let's see different types of fights happen and yeah that was cool it was like this nice little moment self-contained moment um, yeah i think like from a cinematic perspective that was pretty cool just like to see him with the samurai sword and the grass and all that stuff although yeah. like i don't know that it totally works in the context of this movie no. but it, at least <laughs> at least it's something different and looks it looks cool uh yeah. we got a late joiner here john do you want to come around and uh are we almost done yeah we're, we're getting close we're 
pretty, my thoughts. pretty much there. <laughs> yeah. He's going to sneak in and throw in a few ideas I here. I watched the fucking thing. I watched it you watched morning. it. You might as well say something about morning. it. <laughs> uh, hey, what up? <laughs> hey. Hey, how's what's, what's cracking? What's up? Welcome back. So, does everybody love this movie? Nah, we're, we're kind of eh, on it. Middle, I, middle I, ground. I think it's the... It's gotta be. The, I mean, now the third best, third best Predator movie. You think third best? Third. Best? I think. I think fourth for me. No, it's third. Yeah. <laughs> I think it goes. It's definitely gonna it be goes, fourth. It goes for me. It's like I like Prey the most. Yeah, you like Prey the most. Yeah. And then the original, which is probably number one, and then this one. Do you think two is better? Yeah, I think we all think yeah. two is a little better. I don't. know. I think that they. I think they really try to do something different with this film. Um, compared to like where Predator 2 is more just like okay it's the exact same story just oh really we were we were saying it's Predator 2 switches it up so much because it's in the city and stuff it's like a different genre different feel yeah, yeah it's, it does yeah. have kind of a, a little bit more of like a like crime thriller element yeah. to yeah. it yeah. which I think is cool but like I do like this idea of them like going to this other planet and like literally world building which I think is really cool like I think they set it up I think there could have should have been a sequel to this it certainly kind of felt a little open for one like the end when they uh, are still stuck there yeah like the second one now they have a child that they're teaching how to (laughs) fight predators James has been coming up with some awesome (laughs) awesome different ideas for predator movies I haven't been here so I I haven't been able to create my own um, yeah, I'm sure you would have jumped in on some of this stuff too. Uh, I don't know. I think I liked it. I thought it was. I like, like it. Like no, I said, I, I do like it. I watched it this morning before because I thought I was going to be a part of this. I'm not. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think Adrian Brody's like an interesting choice, but like I think he pulls <laughs> it I off. Said, yeah. um, I think I forget the. I'm going to forget all their names. Yeah, you got Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins mm-hmm. is interesting, but I think he's underutilized. Um, he could have been a yeah. little bit crazier and like maybe a little more backstabby or something. Like, yeah. But then you, but you can't because then you've got fucking the 70 show. Right. Is like the, <laughs> the big twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, and I was saying, I actually really like Topher Grace in this. Yeah. He's, I, I am a huge we got the Topher. Russian guy and got Danny Trejo doesn't make it very long. No, but isn't <laughs> Topher Grace just, isn't he good in everything he does? Yeah, he's funny because he, you know, he, we don't you don't see him a lot anymore. Well, no, because Spider Man killed his career. You think that's what it was? Spider Man Three killed it. Yeah, everyone yeah. else survived. Um, well, everybody <laughs> wasn't a TV, but he was a TV star at the time. Right, he was he was on the come he, up. He he yeah. couldn't make that transition. Maybe mm. I mean, mm. I'm just speculating, but he seems like I don't know. I think all those TV actors weren't given the same opportunities then. Well, I think Hollywood is just fickle, right? Like, some people somehow survive a a thing like a Spider-Man 3, even if you're in your formative, like, acting career, whatever. Yeah, well, he wasn't part of the Pussy Posse. Right, Right, yeah. If he was part of the Pussy Posse, he probably would have survived. Like, Ethan (laughs) Suple would have survived. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Ethan Suple could have... good point. You got who you know, too. Yeah, I mean... But I do do think he's really fun in this, for sure. Uh, I think they're all good. They're all good. It's just uh, like we just it doesn't quite there isn't anyone that you really love. Like you don't grab onto anyone like even Adrian Brody is 
I think he's. I also think he's kind of fun in this. These but guys were less convinced by him. Here's but. the thing: Adrian, Bro- Adrian Brody also is just like I was thinking of this when I was watching it. He's just on his comeback right now. Yeah, like he yeah. fucking SNL. Yeah, he brought that up the SNL. Yeah, yeah. S- every ever since he got kicked off SNL, it was like downhill from there. Well, I wonder if that was just like to the point where people were like, "Okay, finally we can just fucking kick this guy to the curb for a while." Because maybe, maybe he just sucked as a human being. Yeah, it feels like know. that. The SNL thing was odd. It was a yeah, weird thing fuck, to do. It's like crazy racist. It's like, yeah. And it's also like... This is going to refresh my memory because I remember there was a big controversy. He, and he comes out in a... To introduce the band. A Rastafarian like hat with like fake hair. Okay. And he like speaks in a like Jamaican... Like yeah, accent, like something James, we sure would have done. You? Yeah, something we would have done. <laughs> Blood well, clot. I don't. Speaking in a Jamaican accent isn't racist. I mean, there's white people who are from Jamaica who have that accent. I think it's the the wig, right? Combined right. with everything, and also like, what kind of like cocaine are you on mm-hmm. to make you think like, no, I think this is a good choice, Adrian. Exactly. Well, presumably, the that's best it for me. Cocaine. It's yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it's the person that thinks that's a good idea, despite being surrounded by people who do this every week who know much better than you. The fact that you think you know better than them, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. As like this guy, it is kind of sounds like a jerk. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy. But I mean, it makes sense that he's like coming back in like Wes Anderson movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a lot of fun in uh, but, some of those. Yeah. And he look, but he looks like a Wes Anderson character. He definitely does. He, he does. does not look like a predator Dutch character <laughs> that they. Yeah. That he. I so, I'd say I probably rated this movie too high. Well, but well, I would say uh, like a lot of what you've said, I think we've kind of said, but I guess the way, it's like conceptually we like a lot of it, but in execution, it falls down in some of the areas. Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy who uh, yeah. made it. He's he didn't really make much more after this. He's like yeah. he still does stuff. He directs like Stranger Things, oh, a okay. couple episodes yeah. here and there. He did the horror movie mm. Vacancy with Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale. Is Vacancy uh, the one where they're they're in like that hotel and there's some weird shit going on? Isn't John did, Cusack um, in that? Is he? What's the one no, where no, they're in a fourteen oh eight or whatever? No, yeah. no, no. The the one where they're like all trapped. No, you're thinking of identity. Identity. <laughs> yeah. I okay. I w- will say, I did see this movie in the theater. This one, yes. which is rare, which I did as well. Yeah. Because like I wasn't, I wasn't really watching movie. When did this come out? Two thousand ten. Yeah, I mean, like I wasn't in my predator bag then. I wouldn't watch any of this <laughs> shit. Yeah, you must have been. You must have gone because other people were going or something. 2010 this came out yeah 2010 yeah wow this movie feels like 2002 <laughs> oh it totally does. that's so it funny does. we said the opposite <laughs> oh you well, think it feels later just, well not not in that it feels i guess more my memory of it feels more recent like i, I felt like this came it out feels more modern but i think i'm just coming to terms with getting old yeah. i watched this movie i was already married <laughs> I guess so. Well, so we were, I think we were saying like it feels newer in that we didn't think that many years had passed since it came out. But what yeah. you're saying is the tone of the movie is like 2002. Movie. All, no, I feel like this movie yeah. came out in 2002. Oh wow, okay. Like oh, I feel wow. this movie came out like a hundred years ago. I also feel like this movie is is a movie that doesn't exist. 
Like yeah. this is like this is a movie that no one talks about. Mm. I so, mean, I've seen some stuff now that we've had Prey come out. People are like, "Hey, remember Predators was actually pretty good." I've seen a few of those articles popping up here and there. Yeah, now that I'm, I'm thinking, a, I was about expecting Predator. that for Predator Two, but it never happened. Yeah, Predator <laughs> Two still not getting the love. Predator Two yeah. might be a bit problematic. <laughs> what are you talking about? Really? <laughs> in what I, way? In what way? Come on, it depicts we talked about Colombians and Haitians. <laughs> yeah, but at least, but but I will say this: it, that would be way more problematic if all the good guys were white. But yeah, they're not. yeah, so they're not. It's, no, it's it's not. No, instead the good guy's great, a goddamn communist. Danny Glover? <laughs> yeah, he's like a super super ultra left wing, like friends with Hugo Chavez. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting touch. Can you imagine being friends with Hugo Chavez and Mel Gibson? Like there's only one person who's friends with both of them. Maybe <laughs> Dennis Glover. maybe Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting cross section. I bet you Dennis Rodman has partied with Mel, with Mel Gibson. Oh sure, like no they've problem. they've Dennis done, Rodman has partied with everybody. <laughs> yeah, like they've done drugs together and like talked about how like race relations and the North Korea problem. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, is there anything more to talk about for this movie, or I should we get to so. the ratings? I think we should. I think we should get to yeah, our so ratings like and uh, plug them in. Mm. Uh, Tristan, you want to go last as the guest or first? Um, I'll go last. Okay. Uh, well, John, you just joined I us. I gave it a seven. Your reaction was a seven and your overall score was a 7.4. Oh, 7.4. I don't even know. Uh, you gave plot <laughs> eight, which I also did. Well, I think the, the concept is cool. Yeah, same. Yes. The and concept like, is the best. Okay. The concept is cool. The actual literal world building is cool. Like the like how they've created this like place that does feel like obviously Earth because it's on Earth. But Is it on Earth? No, no, no. no. In real life, oh, it's on right, Earth. Right, right. But they've done oh, a right. job. Uh, they've done a good job of just like making it just slightly different. Yeah, like, I disagree. <laughs> the jungle could yeah. have been more different than than yeah. the human jungle. But oh, whatever, James. I, I gave every category five except for action. I gave six. So then it's overall five point two. Wow, yeah, you you're you're not big on this one. No. Uh, my reaction was a six, and my overall score is a six point four. So I do like it. I don't think it's by any means the strongest, uh, you know. But I think it's decently entertaining. It's definitely too long, which is something we didn't really talk about. Is it yeah. too long? Uh, yeah, it's, it's an hour. It's an hour and forty five minutes. I think it was two hours, isn't it? Yeah, it's two hours. Cause I uh, I actually had to go back and watch the second half again because I passed out <laughs> during the, my first watching of it, oh. and I was like, oh, what happened? Code I fucking red. missed a bunch of shit. <laughs> the code red didn't keep me awake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Tristan, uh, what were your? You had a what were so your? I gave plot eight for all the reasons you guys just said. Like yeah, conceptually great. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. action. I gave five. Yeah, you were a little low on the action, eh? I just uh, so I I watched this um, about four nights ago, and I did these scores this morning. And I was thinking about the action, and I was I tried to think, okay, what were my favorite parts of action? And I couldn't really think of anything. I couldn't think of any specific moment. Nothing. I guess other out, than yeah. the other than the sword fight part. But yeah, I mean, if if I don't remember it, if nothing specifically pops into my brain mm. i'd say it's probably 
average um, for a Predator movie. Um, pacing, I gave seven because, yeah, I was never really bored. It was like it felt fun. And quotes and tropes, I gave zero. Um, oh, yeah. What is for, you, you give zero? I want to hear the explanation of that. Well, similar to the action one, I couldn't think of anything in memory. Like nothing occurred to me as, you know, if I think of what a perfect score for quotes and tropes would be, it's probably Predator 1 and maybe Die Hard, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of quotes, yeah. Yeah, if that's a perfect 10, like how could this be anything, like maybe a 2 at most? There's nothing in there. There's um, no quotes that are memorable. No, this, I think yeah. Walton Goggins has a couple lines. Uh, I think Topher uh, Grace has a couple really. lines. No, this is part of where he falls off because you compare him. What's like the archetype that you'd like, the movie archetype you, you, you'd want him to be like, like, oh yeah, this reminds me of that, which would be Con Air, right? As like this, like, mm. like this, like prisoner, whatever. But like Con Air is That's full good, of quotes. That's true. Exactly. That's yeah, a really good movie, comparison point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I think that tropes, it's got all the predator tropes. Like mm. that's a that's a hard one because yeah. we've combined quotes and tropes into one category, and really they're they're two different things. So I always am well, trying to find that balance when I I'm like, okay, well the tropes were this, but the quotes were this. Yeah, because like, like are they utilized well? But like if you, can you some yes. I think yes, others maybe not so much. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my thing. So I still said zero for tropes because for that reason, while it's tropey, I think there's good use of tropes and bad use of tropes. This felt very like just using tropes in a lazy way to write a write a script that is just relying on tropes versus, you know, using them creatively. Like yeah. Right, as a launching does. pad. Because you have, like, the characters on paper are fun, but then they don't necessarily take them anywhere super interesting. So, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. They're, they're tropey in that they're like cardboard cutouts. Like, they're, they're purely just... Yeah, a trope, mm. a walking trope, uh, and yeah. but not in a fun way. Yeah, they just needed um, more so character. They just needed more. Yeah, like yeah, Goggins yeah. is more closest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then your reaction? Uh, six, and I kept going back and forth between six and seven, but I guess I'll say six. Um, okay. Because uh, I, I would argue. I would argue one thing. I would argue that. If a, if a movie was so bad that it gets mm. zero for tropes because they do such a poor job of of using them, and then to go over and say the overall reaction to the movie is a six, mm. feels a little bit crazy. <laughs> Call me like crazy. To, Call him crazy. It's crazy, Tristan. No, I mean, it's I, cool. I mean, it's I cool. I, I get it. Only, it just, I don't only watch movies for quotes and tropes, right? I, I thought I the do. concept was really cool. I thought the pacing mm. was good. Uh, you know, there's elements I liked about this movie. We've talked about them. But Quotes Whoa, and Tropes was hey, the weakest <laughs> element for <laughs> sure. Um, but, like, it's it's an enjoyable – I probably won't watch it again for a long time. But You, yeah, can, I watched you, it you I was, never have to watch it again. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I rewatch movies a lot. But this one I won't be in a rush to do. You know. Yeah, I'm not stopping yeah. on this one if it's on TV. For sure, right? Yeah. yeah. So your your score ends up being a 5.2, Tristan. Same as me. Yeah, same, right. yeah, same as James. So that ends up overall as a 6.1, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and let's see where that goes on our list so here. It's a big tie. Oh, so a big tie. Here we go. Ooh. Let's see. See where we're going to put this. So that's tied at 96 with... 
Die Hard 2, Mission Impossible 1, uh, The Fifth Element, Mark for Death, The Punisher, Action USA, wow. and Demolition Man. Whoa, Holy moly. Okay. I okay, like just put it behind all of them. <laughs> and Fifth Element? Yeah, I, I guess I would agree probably go behind all of those. Um I mean, it's much better made movie than, say, Action USA, but Action USA is probably more fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. a funner movie. Uh, it sounds like Justin, it's in a roundabout the right place. I mean, just with all those ones you read out, aside from Fifth Element and maybe um, um, Demolition Man, which I have a soft spot for, um, it feels like it's in that league of, like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think it should go behind all of them. But you know what the shame is? Mm. That would make it just in front of Hard Target. Oh, no. Well, we got to redo Hard also, Target. Yeah. It can That's go one shame. down further. <laughs> can I can lower my can score. Can I change my score? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a crime for it to go ahead of Hard Target. Well, it's my fault that it's so high. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, no, so fine. that would be hard target new... predator movie. Now we're talking. That's oh like, hell yeah! That is hey, that's a natural. That's game. a natural. That yeah. is the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so man. that's new. Uh, one oh three. One oh three. There it goes. Didn't the make list. the top one hundred. Didn't quite make the top one hundred movies we've ever done <laughs> on the show. Hey, but uh, you know what? I think I had more fun than with this than I did with the with the first transporter because when I revisited that, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, this isn't as good as I remember. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, in the future, I guess we're either going to do Transporter 2 or... Uh, yeah. Do we have <laughs> a glimpse into the future on uh, what you're thinking? No well, idea. Well, we'll leave that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it open for all kinds of possibilities. Yeah, down the exactly. Road. You never know. But uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, Taking really appreciate the time it. Out. Uh, no worries. This will, go, this will come up me. in our Halloween episodes. Nice. Some nice. monsters hunting humans. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to pitch one more time or where people can find Double Impact and uh, what you guys are doing? Um, we well, you can find us on all the usual podcast places, um, also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you like eighties and nineties movies, check it out. Um, I guess that's all. I don't want to do too much of a hard sell, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a great podcast right here, so you may not need anything more. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, people need to check your show out for sure. It's Definitely. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Uh, others can find us on Instagram as well. We're on Letterboxd. That's where our list lives. Check mm-hmm. us out on Patreon if you want to make us watch some movies. You get to pick what we watch. And uh, yeah, thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Let's go, guys.